Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right, go ahead and roll for Perception. I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language, and with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. And I'm Brian. I'm a special guest, Jake. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from ludicrous liches to legendary lions. And today, we're talking about the Dragonborn. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> I cast Fireball. The Dungeon Cast. Okay, so uh, it's Dragonborn time, and uh, we have with us a uh, Dragonborn player. What's going on, Jake? What's going on, guys? Hey, Jake. What's going on, dude? <laughs> Uh, I just want to say that uh, I think Dragonborn time is a time that everyone enjoys. And not just for Dragonborn. Yeah, no, it's much like tea time in uh, in good old Britain. In Britain? Yeah. In Britonia. In, Br- in Britonia. <laughs> but this is for D&D players, such as ourselves. Yes. And hopefully you. So, uh, so Dragonborn are the first exotic race that we're covering in this uh, show. Um, and it's probably one of the most exotic races in the player's handbook. Um so what is a dragonborn? Uh, as I understand it, it's these beings that were descended from dragons. Uh, their color depicts their characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a once great nation that fell. Um, I'm not exactly clear on the lore. Maybe you could help us uh, clear that up. I would yeah. guess it's uh, one born of dragons, and if, <laughs> you know, and if not, then why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the the player's handbook, the five E player's handbook, does say that exact line: the dragonborn are born of dragons, and then it fails to uh, iterate on what that means. Um, now, I remember what fourth edition lore was. Okay, I don't know what the Forgotten Realms lore is, but um, I, we'll we'll start with the fourth edition uh, lore and dragonborn. Originally, Hit what? Hit me. I'm gonna okay. hit me with the quattro. <laughs> All right, let's 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 do it. So, Dragonborn in uh, fourth edition were actually created by dragons. They weren't born from them, like okay. lineagely. Like they didn't um, like, yeah, get burned. They didn't do the dirty to oh. get it done. They just 
snapped him into being with right. great power because it used to be back in the day that dragons ruled the world or whatever. Um, and they created Dragonborns as a slave race to do their bidding. Oh, and uh, yeah. And uh, it was like that for millennia, and the Dragonborn eventually ro- rose up, and eventually dragons were deposed. And Dragonborns cool. in fourth edition lore went on to actually create one of the greatest empires in history called uh, Arcosia. And you can find in a lot of fourth edition stuff remnants of Arcosia across the land. I don't know how much of that carries over to fifth edition because it doesn't really talk about it in the player's handbook. But isn't the rule of thumb right now until fifth edition stuff comes out about it to use the fourth edition stuff? Uh, well, Chris Perkins said that about the Feywild specifically. Okay, like, he specifically said that, so I can't. You know, I say yeah. use it if you like it. If you think it's cool, yeah, why not? Uh, fifth edition definitely seems to be leaning more towards like they are descendant, like uh, biologically speaking, uh, and I like that. And it makes sense because... Um, a polymorph and stuff. Well, polymorph and stuff. But it also kind of leaves some inconsistencies because in the monster manual, there's a monster called a half-dragon, which is when a dragon polymorphs and has sex with a humanoid, a half-dragon is born, and they are orders of magnitude more powerful than a dragonborn. Like, they are very powerful beings, um, as they should be, because dragons are incredibly powerful, yes. massively powerful beings. And dragons don't mate a lot. We said that, right? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Very but yeah, they, they live a long time, so no, they don't. They you know mate probably three or four times in their lifespan. I mean, they have batches of children and eggs. Yeah, and not yeah. Um, also, are dragonborn born from eggs? I want to say yes in my world, but tell where was does Glader remember? Um, <laughs> he was, he's part of like uh, I mean, in the player's handbook, they said that there was like tribes and things like that. Like that's where the majority after what was it, Arcanus fell? Ar- Arcosia. Arcosia fell. Um. They all kind of split up and started their own tribes and everything like that. Um, so I think he's from that. But as far as uh, as far as eggs go, I don't know. It always kind of seemed to me that the the origin of them was kind of subjective to the DM. That's kind of why I was. Yes, the Dragonborn are uh, a race that it is very subjective to the DM. Yeah, it's up game. to the DM to fill in holes. So. Yeah, exactly. And part of it is just because Dragonborn and other exotic races just haven't been around for nearly as long as say elves or dwarves, where. And also, Dragonborn aren't based off actual like classical mythology, so you don't have really that to draw upon either. Um, so they're they're new, fresh out the box, and a, a real D and D original. Um, now, in fifth edition, um, with the biology thing comes like the colors of dragons, whether that be metallic or colored dragon. In fourth edition, it is specifically stated that um, it is incredibly rare for a Dragonborn to be of a like a color. They're usually all like this uniform, rusty brown kind of color, and um, I I don't know why they decided that. I guess because they didn't want people like playing like dragon like characters. But then why did you make Dragonborn in the first place? I don't know. I say fuck that and be whatever color you want because like a lot of times if you want to play a Dragonborn, it's because you want to have the features of a cool dragon that you like. Namely, blue, because blue, I think, is the best. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Yeah, blues, blues are awesome. But um, in 5th edition, they're a little bit more lenient. They say, yeah, it's rarer, but it's not so unheard of like it, like they tried to say in 4th edition. Um, and you run a blue dragon. I um, do, yeah. Um, and before, I want to ask you about that blue dragon, but real quick, just to clarify for uh, the rare person who may be listening to this and have absolutely no fucking idea what a dragonborn is, dragonborn are dragon men. They are like humanoids. Uh, they, big and tall and sturdy. Big. They're Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. big in size. 
Um, they have like a dragon face and they have a breath weapon and they have like scales from head to toe and their hands and feet are more claw like They have and, tails. Yeah, they have tails. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what a dragonborn is. And you chose blue. Why did, did you yes. choose blue? Um, you know, I was reading up on all the dragons and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of looking for a more lawful uh, character. He wanted, mm. I wanted him to be lawful good. Right. So I was kind of looking for more lawful dragons, and most of the dragons are kind of D-bags. Yeah, uh, yeah, they are. And so, I mean, I <laughs> mean not, yeah, that the, not that the blue dragons aren't right. D-bags or anything like that, but they seemed kind of more of the more the lawful type. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. So I was more going for that, and also the um, I liked the idea of a breath weapon in a line okay. of, of lightning, because, I mean, I wanted to hit multiple people. Right. And that was kind of my mindset with that. And you figured the line could do it best for you? Yeah, exactly. Cool. I mean, I like a good cone and everything like that, but it didn't have the... <laughs> we all like a good cone. Exactly. And it didn't have the range on it. I mean, the line is... Uh, it's only... Right. You know, the line's the line more about distance. Exactly. The cone's more about area of effect. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, so... You 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 went after the blue dragons because of not just the the breath weapon but because of the personality traits, and uh, that is something that's kind of covered in the player's handbook of the bloodlines of these dragons. They carry not just the breath weapon and the damage resistance, but they'll have some of the uh, personality traits, and um, part of that is pride. Dragonborn are very proud, just like dragons, and because of that. They're a very self-sufficient race. They don't rely on other races to get what they need done. And they're uh, very much perfectionists. Dragonborn like to be the fucking best at what they do. Uh, and and that's very reminiscent of dragons who think they are the best. How does that do. carry over into Glader? I, I could think of some examples. Uh, you know... Some filthy... <laughs> Some filthy justice bringing examples. He, he just wants to be the best at murdering everything. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, a fucking problem for me as a DM. Like, dealing I, with him. I would a good say, job. I would say he's very much a perfectionist uh, as far as combat goes. I mean, he wants to be the one that carries the team. Right. Uh, that's the way that I like to play him a lot in in our fights. Is mm. I want to be the one to be the difference maker. Right. And and help out in those fights. Definitely. Um, You've definitely brought that to the table yeah. on more than one you occasion. You have I, done a whole lot of smiting. I have those <laughs> those divine smites. I mean, yeah, Dragonborn Pally, it's a nasty combo. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, they make uh, very good paladins. Um, it's also to me fitting that uh, your uh, Dragonborn is very uh, militaristic because, in my experience, Dragonborn are very militaristic. Um, and the Empire of Arcosia is very militaristic, and they rule the world through their might. Um, in my world, uh, the uh, Empire of Vanguard is basically based off Arcosia, and they're very much the same way. That's cool. So that's another thing, another common attribute given to uh, Dragonborn is they're fantastic warriors. They're really good with strategy, tactics, and war, uh, and they're very military. Yeah, that was something I put into his uh, into his background. I made him a, a captain in the army of Vanguard. Right. And... Um, I feel like it it enhances the story pretty much. I haven't had too much opportunity to kind of put that forth into our right. playthrough, but it's something I definitely want to try to do. It's unfortunate with some kind of, like you write so much backstory and a lot of it doesn't make it into the game, and it's because yeah. it's, it's not really it's, tough to it's relevant to you, but it's yeah. not really relevant to what's going on in exactly. in the campaign. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like that's just the reality of it. And but having the backstory is 
very good. It's very worth it. It, yeah. it makes you role play more accurately. Exactly. It, it helps you stay in line with your character alignment. So it's it's definitely not a waste. And plus, like you can always post that stuff up on your personal wall or whatever whatever it is you want to do. So if you want people to know, like maybe you're in a live game and you want people to know your character's backstory. I've, I've seen a lot of stuff where you post on a blog about it. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't go to waste. Yeah. yeah. And as Dungeon Master, like I personally try and. Uh, like incorporate as much backstory as I can. And of course, you it's can obviously limited. You can, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I highly recommend that as, as as a dungeon master period, try and incorporate as much as you can of your player's backstory because it's really going to get them involved, and it's a great way to get the story going. Now, when it comes to again sharing with the personalities of actual dragons, um, you saw that a lot of the color dragons are very chaotic in nature. Yeah. Um. And it's because of the kind of divisive line between behaviors of dragons between chaotic evil and like lawful good yeah. that dragonborn tend to very extreme personality types, which Glader is a very extreme personality type. Um, they're either incredibly lawful or incredibly chaotic. Um, and they really will take after their draconic ancestors in a very uh, literal way. Um, so like, if you're and you don't have to do this, this is just again the vanilla D and D lore. But if you're running a red dragonborn that breathes fire, you might want to look up what red dragons kind of do and like maybe take a few of their worse personality traits and maybe some of their better ones and kind of come up with with a nice little mesh of it all. Um, so because may, maybe maybe a red dragonborn has anger problems because red dragonborn red dragons are very wrathful. Um, full of anger. What made you decide to go lawful as aside from chaotic? Was that just like a like you wanted to run that character? Obviously, what what made you it, choose that way? It seemed kind of it fit better with the type of character that I wanted. I mean, he's still he's still good. I mean, he was in the captain, he, or he was in the army. Um, his bros all got killed, so that's kind of I feel like being in the army would not allow a chaotic person to be in charge of a army or i would hope that they would right. do that and uh, also the god that he worships uh, is the god of like justice and everything about Thanos. so i mean i don't feel like um it would really fit his storyline very and that much plays into you being a paladin as yeah, well yeah exactly right. multi-layers okay. what um did you consider any other races or and not any other races any other classes um pairing it up with the dragonborn did you look into anything else i did yeah i wanted to um possibly run him as an eldritch knight also that's pretty cool a fighter subclass so that also seemed and that was gonna i was gonna run with a blue as well (laughs) and kind of uh kind of theme it with the lightning i was gonna do i think shocking grasp oh nice. and there's another cantrip like the it's a lightning whip or something yeah i can't remember what it's called oh lightning lure yes lightning lure and i was gonna just bring people in and then (laughs) smash them them. yes i like it um so um, a lot of the chaotic uh, dragonborn and dragons are of the chromatic type, but there's also the metallic type dragons. So like there's you could be a silver or a gold or copper or bronze or brass. And there's actually more than that. But in the player's handbook, it's like those basic five. And each of these dragons, as we discussed in the dragons episode, has a different breath type. There's cold breath, fire, acid, gas and uh, poison gas and electric. And um also, uh, depending on the type of dragonborn that you choose, you'll also resist the same type as your breath. 
So that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, you resist lightning and thunder, or just lightning? Just lightning. Okay. We haven't really had too much opportunity for me to resist lightning, but right? <laughs> I mean, it still seemed cool. But you resisted. That, <laughs> exactly. that is really cool. Just in case we run um, into a blue dragon, I'll be ready. Yeah, I've seen. <laughs> Will you? There are some. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> there are some variants on uh, the Dragonborn race that I've seen where they actually get wings sometimes. Uh, you'd have to take away something else because that's a very powerful feature to have, being able to fly. Don't um, you get that as a paladin at like level eighteen or something like it's that? Like anyway, level twenty. It's one of the highest. You one get of the last wings as a yeah. paladin. That's fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, like a, from God. It's called yeah. Relentless Avenger or something like that. And it lasts okay. for a minute, and you get you get wings. Holy get shit! Fly, so I will be at one point a flying dragonborn. That's fucking badass. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like it. That's hella cool. Um, so what, I, you guys got any questions about Dragonborn? Like, I, what are the statistical advantages that you get from it? I know that there's, oh, you get like plus, plus you're advantages. You get a plus two to strength and that's, uh, because Dragonborn are very big. They're naturally big, heavy set creatures. So they're like standing anywhere between six to seven feet tall. Um, they're like what, 250 to 400 pounds, like depending. And, uh, yeah, so they get a plus two to strength and plus one to charisma. And that's because their first personality is very strong. They're, very, yeah. again, very prideful. Uh, they're perfectionists. They're, uh, they just have a very strong will, and that's carried through uh, the plus one to charisma. I've seen that with your character um, coming into play. Yeah. Mostly against enemies. I mean, like, otherwise you're, like, more neutral and, and like, well, if we're not fighting shit, right. you know, I'm cool. Glader's very soft-spoken, too. He doesn't it's, really speak up a lot of the time. It's something I've wanted to incorporate. I mean, I have that real, like, I think it's like a like a five or a six, a real hot score in intimidation or persuasion, and it's something I've wanted to incorporate, but it hasn't really come across. I mean, I haven't yeah. really been able to implement it in the game. It's something I want to do. Yeah, though. you guys haven't really needed to intimidate anyone except for the uh, the orcs. But <laughs> yeah, but Roslyn took care of that shit. Shadar Kai buddy took care of yeah. that real quick. Um, Mutilated that guy. Yeah, we had yeah. to leave the room. Yeah, you we guys were not ready. We're not <laughs> ready. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's I mean that's pretty much covers the basic lore on these Dragonborn. There's not really a lot left there. I would say, uh, um. I think that when you're making your Dragonborn, paying attention to the way that blues, reds, blacks, and whites specifically look, uh, and kind of incorporating that in the way your your Dragonborn looks. Yeah, you're a descendant. You're a descendant of them. And like some features. Uh, the features of the color dragons specifically are very, very unique to each other. So yes. like specifically blue dragons have like this kind of like really wicked ass horn that comes out the front of their freaking face. Yeah. And uh I does Glader have that? Uh, he does. That's something, uh, you know, I tried to draw a little mock, like, sketch of my character when we first started, and that's something I did. I looked at the blue dragon for a reference and pretty much kind of shortened the snout and everything like that, but right. more or less, it he does look a lot like a, like nice. a blue dragon. Nice. Got the horns. Um, I've also, maybe it's just, I watch a show, Crit Roll. Mm-hmm. Um, in there, the dragonborn are optional to have tails. That's oh, something. That's cool. I mean, some do have. Tails. Is that a Matt Mercer special? Some don't, it might yeah. be a Matt Mercer special. I don't yeah. know exactly. I mean, why not? Like, it's all flavor anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. I feel like it's so much of it is DM discretion, right? Add it in or not add it in. So I just, I made him have a tail. I feel like it could also, you know, as a flavor in a fight or something like that. I could incorporate like sweeping somebody's leg or something like that. So yeah, that's well, something we, I we could work it out. I'm sure. Finishing yeah, exactly. blow, crush the skull crush yeah. the as you walk by him. <laughs> yeah, just. Bye. I think we should talk about um, utilizing the skills of a dragonborn in game and yes. what you what you've done and the experiences you've had role playing him. Like, 
I remember in our um, our skill competition in the fighter pits, Oof. and uh, you really wanted to use that lightning breath. Yeah, that's I, like a good a good way to use it. I think you want to tell us about that a little bit. I did want to. Well, first, hang on. First, Will, why don't you set a, set the scene a little bit? Where were we, and what what did you have in mind, DM standpoint, to put us in this situation? Okay, so um, you guys were in the city of Hearth, and it was the big festivities of like the whole year yeah it was like a three-day festival right i'm trying to remember because it's been a while how did you guys even end up at the stadium like i think because all of us wanted to yeah Yeah. you guys met that blacksmith who is basically the blacksmith lady from the knight's tale yeah and um basically you were gonna get some really dope armor for for being sponsored by her i was looking for it yeah 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 Yeah, we had an agenda of what we wanted to do on one of our days off basically yeah Yeah. oh yeah and we made it we went to like uh we went to like a park basically and like read up on like the lore that oh, yeah, had yeah. to do with the park and we went we were like let's go shopping and like I like we wanted to check <laughs> let's out the go shopping yeah let's, <laughs> let's and then we obviously as fighters we wanted to check out the the battle arena and see what yeah. was going on there and yeah, like let's true. let's go find some fucking yeah. weapons man oh, there's gotta medals. be somebody selling weapons outside of this thing and there, yeah, was. there was yeah there was and you met her and then you guys like teamed up with her and then you guys ended up in the stadium okay, good I shit remember. so was, so yeah you guys were it was like a, a three-day tournament or some shit right like it was it took it at was. least two days it yeah, was, it's, yeah. It, i think on the second day we went over there yeah. and like it took that day and the day after for you guys to ultimately lose <laughs> bummer <laughs> but um I, I we were we were uh we were pressed for time so i turned them rather than to combats and to skill challenges which i thought ended up being way more fun it was very very was theatrical yeah. yes the yeah. theater yeah. was was great yeah you guys were really getting creative it was a lot of fun um but did you use your lightning weapon did you like I electrify didn't. some water we, or, or you we almost just, did we'll I check was it going out to, i was yeah. going to it's pretty much the plan that i had was uh there was a was he a half orc? The, the big guy, Torque. Oh, yeah, the was guy, yeah, yeah. So Poor Torque. R.I.P. Torque. Yeah. <laughs> Not from this, but from other things. From after this, when yeah. we failed. Yeah. Uh, a lot know, of so losses for Torque. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Uh, Torque was, was. There's a lot of losses in that city in the first place, or in the end. Yeah, so. Yeah, moving back on to happy things. We digress. Yes. Electric uh, breath. The, my plan was so there's this big uh, Torque. This half-orc city guard, he was running at us. My plan was to lightning breath a tree and to make it fall on him. Okay. To make him... Like split the wood and like... Yeah, yeah, I I see. Defeat him, Take take as many of the trees out as I could, and I was also going to try to push them down. Mm -hmm. Um, That didn't end up happening because I couldn't decide, and he was running at me. And so um, I ended up catching his sword in mid-swing. And um, it made for a very epic roll. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I rolled hot. I think I rolled like a seventeen or eighteen on my strength, and I had a plus six on my strength, so I caught the shit out of that sword, <laughs> uh, and then took it from him. And then next turn, I ended up breaking his. I think his clavicle. I broke his oh, collarbone. Yeah, through his armor. <laughs> through his armor, and pretty much effectively took him out of the fight, and it was glorious. And he was their leader. Um, but then, um, I wasn't, it was the fight before that, that we wanted to talk about with your lightning breath. No. Yeah. It wasn't there like a scene we, where oh, you were yes, in some yes, water. The, the fight before that, um, same, made, same tournament. It was yeah. a pre- tournament preliminary round to, that was like the boss battle. We ended up ultimately losing, even though we took their leader down or Jake did. Yeah. Hey man, but, no um, question the skill challenge. Yeah. <laughs> the skill challenge can take your life. Uh, but like before that we were fighting some random, yeah, some randos. randos. The first, the first round pretty much, uh, everybody, I think I ended up going last and everybody had, um, I think our ranger had flanked around with his wolf. 
Um, I think your character. I was up was in a looking, tree. Yeah, you were up in a tree. Oh, yeah. I found a bow and I was like, and "What were, do I do with this? There are no arrows around." You were ready to go, and I flanked the other way. I pretty much made a. I think it was an acrobatics check to jump over, leap over some um, some Those obstacles pits, in the way, right? and everything. They were like trenches. And then I pretty much... Did you succeed? I fl- yeah. Oh, I, I Man, okay. Jake killed that. the skill challenges. With your negative one acrobatics. Nice. <laughs> I think it was athletics that I did it in. Oh, okay, that makes like sense. A, it's a jump. Like a four I, or five, yeah, okay. yeah. And then I flanked them, and then there was, I think, two two or three guys. Or three. And I, and I lightning breath all three of them, and it was it was also glorious. Yeah, because you're, you're, I remember you were like, can I get like on... Like jumping these trenches, these yeah. guys were like on Can one of the little the islands. Them, yeah, so they can be in a line. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which is an often phrase for me. Uh, I guess. <laughs> so and these guys, I remember you lightning breath them, and then yes. you like push them into the water. I I think I failed my strength test because I was trying to push two at a time. Are two guys and they both kind of resisted me and I ended up going in the water mm-hmm. and then your character ended up pushing one guy That's into right. the water with yeah. me and um, I think it was Will that said he's you're not in the water with him he's in the water with you <laughs> yeah, yeah. And two I, randos go into the water <laughs> and only one no randos no <laughs> randos came out of the water one dragonborn came out of the water hell yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, I immediately put them both in a headlock I believe and they were out of yeah, they nice. suffocated them. I think yes. I, I think I stabbed the last guy to death. You did. Well, nobody <laughs> nobody died because they were medics on. Like, oh yeah, it was a non lethal tournament because yeah. they, they had there was like a anti magic field going yeah. on. They had healers on the sidelines. Yeah, they were ready to go. And I think Rosden and his wolf uh, promptly took out the dude that was trying to throw daggers from the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys That's handled right. that. That first fight, fight was very vicious. handily. Yeah, we destroyed them. But uh, all this conversation about combat is making me tired, so I think it's time for short rest. Short rest indeed. Hit die time, all that, all that good stuff. Let's uh, go. Let's go. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey everybody, my name is Adam and I host the D&D 5th edition podcast called The Stubborn Heroes. Here's a sample of the show. I'm afraid an 11 persuasion is not going to persuade me. And it just sounds crazy to you. What are you talking about again? Oh, just forget about it. You would never understand. You won't give me the glowing orb thing to play with. I can't play with any swords on the wall. This is no fun. I will Talk to a bird. Hi! How are you? Hi! <laughs> Hello there, bird. Hi there! <laughs> I am done with the game. <laughs> I am the being of a thousand faces. Well, that's a little bit creepy. Um, then I'm just gonna pull out my bow and shoot an arrow right into his head. Okay, what's Whoa. more? No, no, what's more effective? I'm gonna. I have a great sword. I'm gonna cut him right in half. <laughs> You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Twitter, or any of your favorite podcasting apps, all at Stubborn Heroes. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is our special guest, Jake. I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to our Dragonborn episode. You know, we really appreciate your guys' support. Look forward to being on maybe some more of these if these guys have me. It was a lot oh, of yeah, fun. Oh yeah, definitely, dude. It's uh, always, always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Jake is one of my oldest friends, and... Uh, Started playing D anD D the same time same time I did. Um, it's been an adventure. Yeah, always good to get your feet wet with a bro me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely, guys. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Um, we really appreciate all the support as always. If you want to find our stuff, we're on SoundCloud.com. That's where we host our podcast. But you can get the show anywhere you can get podcasts. You can hit us up on YouTube. Um, we really appreciate the the like and subscribe on YouTube. That always helps us a lot. Um, you know, let us know what you think in the comments below. Uh, we really appreciate that. Um, and you can also tweet at us at the Dungeon Cast. Um, every retweet and like we get on there is definitely definitely pretty cool, and uh, we could use the followers absolutely. Um, and if you really want to help us out, uh, please tell your friends about us. You know, word of mouth is uh, a great way to advertise, and we don't advertise any other way. I don't think um, we're gonna need to with great listeners like you out there uh, pumping us up. We really appreciate you guys a lot. Um. Most definitely. Thank you for having us. Or me. <laughs> of course, as always, my, my dude. Um, that's about it for, for that. Um, Want to get you back to the show. See you later. Bye, guys. All right, guys, we're back. We're back. Um, I feel well rested. I'm pretty well rested. Um, I'm Did you, still tired. You, oh, man. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe you should have rolled one more hit die. I should have. I should have. Well, um, I think we're going to jump back right back into this Dragonborn bit with talking about um, more differences between running different kinds of Dragonborns. Like, obviously, if you're going to run a, a chromatic style Dragonborn, you're going to want to take your um, your characteristics from the the master dragon, if you will. Right. Um, the host dragon. Yeah, the host, the host dragon. dragon. <laughs> um, 
and uh, and incorporate that into your character. But we didn't even touch on uh, male and female. Uh, is there is there some kind of established um, matriarchy or patriarchy there? Um, generally, um, dragonborn are very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Progressive in their okay. views. Like women are they're uh, shoulder to shoulder with the men. Um, there's no matriarchy or or patriarchy that I everyone is traditionally equal. see. Everyone's equal and uh, enjoy that. Their their women are tough and they're gruff and they don't fuck around, and uh, yeah. So uh, there's no like real societal difference between them in the society. But you there's no say, like there's no like um like uh this is if you're running the male dragonborn. And this no, is if and you're there's definitely the no statistical differences at all. Like cool. it's the same, and it's that's that's across. The board for all races. So it's really more like differentiated by color, and that only impacts your personality stuff. Yeah. Um, I I think one of the stranger things that doesn't really get talked about when it comes to Dragonborn is that uh, Dragonborn, even though they're dragons, they're not technically reptiles. Uh, They do traditionally lay eggs, but they have other um, mammalian traits, if you will. Specifically, the women have very mammalian traits and it's just kind of odd on a lizard type body but oh. it is <laughs> right it, it's a thing you see it in the artwork you're talking about titties yes yes ah. <laughs> they have them um so yeah that's about that's about it that's moving on I did not know that <laughs> moving okay. on yeah um so it's different we, we from should, lizard folk okay yes exactly it's, it's different from lizard folk which are just straight up cold-blooded lizards um dragon dragonborn also kind of inherently have to have some sort of a stance if you will on their relationship with actual dragons. Um, and I've seen it done in one of two ways. Uh, mostly, uh, sometimes Dragonborn loathe dragons, like because, again, in 4th edition, like they were originally a slave race and all that. Um, and so they, uh, they view dragons as, like, their enemies, their natural enemies, if you will. Um, but I've seen it the total other way around, where, like, they hold dragons in such high regard, um, almost as like a, a father species, if you will. They're not trying to like seek them out, are they? Sometimes, yeah. They, sometimes they seek them out. Sometimes they worship them. Sometimes uh, they're just minions. Dragons will have dragonborn minions a lot of the time. And uh, sometimes dragons themselves have a soft spot in their heart for dragonborn just because they're so closely related. And maybe um, a evil dragon might not kill a dragonborn adventurer quite as instantaneously as they might. They won't get eaten right away. Yeah, no they might. There might be some. <laughs> Conversation, especially since then the dragon gets to speak and it's give it a chance. Like, hey, what are you what are you doing here? Like, are you just passing by? Yeah, maybe the okay then. Yeah, let me know what you find. And and you know maybe maybe you'll be lucky enough. Maybe your dragonborn will be lucky enough to be a direct descendant of a dragon that the dragon that you just ran into knows and maybe has a good relationship with. Who knows? That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, or the polar opposite. Like, like I can oh, tell from your markings. Of, yeah, you're the descendant of Terran Thraxis, my worst enemy from five millennia ago. Nom. Yeah. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> now I eat you. Yeah, so so that's another thing to consider. That's more on the DM's kind of yeah. side of things. Uh, um, but also, you know, the player, maybe you are a dragon worshiper as a player. Who knows? That'd be funny. I, I found out in our dragon episode that um, blue dragons like to um, like kind of use their dragon breath, their lightning breath, to fry their food before they eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you might consider for later? Like if he's sitting in front of a nice rare, he's like, "Bring my steak rare," yeah. and that then eats cool. a steak. That's I like that true. idea. That would be pretty cool to do <clears throat> in an in. What sort of looks would I get if I did that? Oh, uh, probably a lot. Probably a lot of like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, did you just breathe? 
lightning yeah. out of your face. <laughs> I like that YouTube comment we got. Oh, as I, opposed to uh, where else? Where else? Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I don't want to. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, well, uh, dragons. Also, okay. Speaking on the eating point, if you're a red dragonborn and you end up in a red dragon lair. Maybe that red dragon doesn't want to eat you because you're. That's how close is that to cannibalism? I see. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe he'll just kill you and not eat you. <laughs> maybe they have a distaste for for eating dragonborn because they're so dragon like. He'll just hold you face down in the larva. Go <laughs> <laughs> sleep. But yeah, um, I I honestly I'm I'm out of content to speak out uh, on Dragonborn on the top of my head. Do you guys have any more questions? Uh, what about um, some available other classes other than I mean we've talked oh, a little yeah. bit about paladins. Um, yeah. What Dra- other sort of classes could they be? Yeah. Do you have a beneficial recommendation to make for yeah, us? Well, Dragonborn are uh, very traditionally are, excel at two classes specifically, paladin being one. Uh, and sorcerers being another because sorcerers have bloodlines, specifically the dragon bloodline, which makes a lot of sense that a lot of dragonborn would be magical, uh, be innately magical like their dragon ancestors and fall into that bloodline because they are direct descendants of dragons a lot of the That'd time. That'd be a cool sorcerer. And you'd be like real studied and like well-spoken and stuff. You wouldn't well, be like... Sorcerers don't actually get their magic from studying. So you don't oh, have to be intelligent in the right. slightest to be a sorcerer. I get that shit mixed up constantly. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> dragonborns are cool. So wait, what do you? Oh um, yeah, there is something I want to talk about. I totally forgot. So at this point, this is the second. Uh, well, technically, it's the third edition that Dragonborn exists, and they were at the very, very tail end of three point five. Um, but they made it into the player's handbook, a fourth edition, uh, along with Tieflings, and there was a lot of controversy around these two. Uh, races just because I guess there's a lot of old school purists and they just didn't see these exotic races as being common enough to make it in the player's handbook. Like they're but, used to them being like like creatures, like yeah, encounters and yeah, stuff. exactly. Not something that you run into in town or not something that you're going to play that walks into a town and doesn't turn heads. And 5th uh, edition addresses that and 4th edition did too where it's like they're common but they're not so common that they don't turn heads still. But again, that should, in my opinion, be up to the DM. Yeah, discussion. it's at the discretion of the world. You build like for all I freaking know, like your entire world is populated by mostly dragonborn and humans are the weird ones. Like, why not? Um, but there was a lot of controversy around those two races being allowed. And a lot of DMs at the time I would see on boards being like, I don't allow dragonborn in my game, blah, 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 or tieflings, blah, blah, blah. It's up to you, but it seems like, like, why are you mm -hmm. limiting yourself like that? Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, this new content that you're allowed to use, I and, mean, and from the books. And that's the thing. It's content you're allowed to use. You don't have to use it. Like, it being in the player's handbook, I don't think, takes away from anything from anyone. Because if you don't want them in your game, you don't run them in your game. And yeah. It doesn't change your game at all. But You don't got to bash it. But having the option there, like, you know, they're obviously those races are very successful to this day because people like the concept of running these things. Um, and so the option should be there, in my opinion. That's interesting. I agree. I think we're going to call it a game right now. Um, yeah. On that note. <laughs> yeah, Jake, thank you for coming on again. Yeah, um, always a pleasure. Guys. It was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. So you're a good special guest. Thanks, yeah. bro. Hopefully you man. guys will uh, have me back. Yeah, dude. Of course. Maybe the Paladin episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Definitely. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. See you later. Have a good one. Hey guys, a word of warning. Avoid the word...
female dragonborn on the Google image search. Dragonborn. More like dragon porn. Oh. (laughs) Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.